You're listening to the Aligned Women Podcast, the show for moms who are chiropractors. This show will bring you guests to share their stories, their struggles, their experiences, and me, your host, Dr. Danielle Eaton, so that you can create a practice that's right for you and your family. Hey, everyone. I am here today with Dr. Megan Malone. Megan, thank you so much for joining me and being a guest on the show today. Absolutely. We actually had a really great conversation a couple of weeks ago that I wish that we had been recording because as we kept talking, I was like, oh my gosh, this is a great conversation for other moms to be able to hear. And then I asked you, can we do this again? (laughs) (laughs) So we'll try to recreate the magic that we had during that call a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) First, I would love for you to just introduce yourself to the other moms listening today. Let us know more about you, your family. And your practice? Well, um, so I'm a, I'm a chiropractor. I'm a family practice chiropractor, but I'm, I'm a mom first, you know, that's my, that's something that I didn't realize in my life that I wanted to be. And now that I have it, I wouldn't give it up for a second. So, um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a mom that focuses on the family practice and I treat my patients like, like they are my kids, like they're my family, you know? So that just became such an integral part for me. So I'm in O'Fallon, Missouri, and uh, I also work part-time as an adjunct faculty, and I'm on, I sit on a couple of uh, boards, one of them being a health uh, professionals board for a a local nonprofit health organization that I'm very passionate about as well. Awesome. I don't think we talked about that before, so maybe we'll get to discuss that a little bit further, what that's like for you. Yeah. Okay, so tell us more about how long you've been in practice and how old your little one is and and a little bit more of the details. (laughs) So, um, Let's see, August is marking my third year in practice, so I'm into my third year now. Um, I am an independent contractor. I did work as an associate for a while beforehand, uh, so I graduated in 2012, so it seemed like the thing to do. You know, you go work under somebody who knows, and then um, that was in California, and now we came back to Missouri to be with family, so uh, that's kind of, we've been kind of going with it. My daughter is, um, she's three years old, she turned three in June. Mm-hmm. So there was definitely some of that angst and struggle because we we planned to get pregnant whenever I graduated. <laughs> like, that's what we want to do. I don't know if that was the best idea now looking back. It's kind of stressful, but um, we did it. We made it work, and everything's going great. Awesome. Yeah, we talked a bit about how that worked for you, like how you had been in practice for three years and also had a three-year-old child. I was like, wow, how did you do both at the same time? Like, being a, a new mom <laughs> for a a lot of moms is really challenging, especially through the first year, mm-hmm. it's longer. And then yeah. on top of that, starting into practice, how did you manage doing both at the same time? Well, so Araya was a little older, so I'm into my third year. So she was uh, almost a year whenever I started because I was working as an associate beforehand. So I think that made it a bit easier. Um, because we were at the point where we were starting to wean uh, from nursing, but I was still pumping like every two hours, I think, and uh, storing the milk because I was like trying to hoard it, Um, you know, and uh, so it was, it was difficult, but it was also kind of just one of those things where I quickly realized um, I was staying at home with her for a while, and I thought, this is what I want to do, and when I really sat down and started doing it, I realized that wasn't what I wanted to do. I love my daughter more than anything, but being a stay-at-home mom, is, it's, it's really tough. And um, I just have so much more to offer the community that I really wanted to be out there doing. And 
So I guess it, I guess that made it easy in a sense because I knew that I had that drive. But then also, I think when you have that child at home that you do want to spend that time with, but you're going to make that commitment outside of it, you don't waste time. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sitting at the office like twiddling my thumbs. I'm like, okay, how are we going to get this? How am I going to, you know, fill my heart and soul in the practice and at home? How am I going to, to create that balance? Because <laughs> frankly, if I'm not doing it, if I'm sitting there just uh, waiting for patients to come to me or for, that, for my practice to turn into what I want it to be, well, then it's never going to happen. I might as well be at home with my daughter, you know, playing peekaboo. So yes. that's how it became. And then this is something that I hear from a lot of moms who have really small little ones, right? That they've either graduated and not started practice yet, or they graduated, they started practice, and then they had a baby or two and stopped practicing because they just couldn't find that balance. Maybe they didn't really want to. Some want to stay at home, and that's yeah. awesome. Like, yeah. I, I can't do that myself. I've, I've mm -hmm. tried it temporarily. It just didn't. I couldn't do it. So I give major props to moms that want to be stay at home moms and love it and can, and like can thrive on it. Um, yeah. because a part of me wishes that that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I, there is a little bit of shaming involved in that. There's a little bit. And I, I'm a, I'm in a mother's club group, you know, and we have like 50 members and, um, I sit on our board. It's kind of silly, uh, but we have a board and it, it, you know, and the moms, we see that fluctuation, you know, for the moms that feel guilty because they don't have enough time because they are working. And some of these women are, you know, high professionals and others are, are stay at home moms. And you kind of just have to go to it and realize that it's not going to be like, there's no set plan. There's no set equation. It doesn't work like that. Mm -hmm. it's not, that's not how parenting works. That's not how life works, you know? Yeah. So it just kind of became um, pretty simple for me to go, okay, if I want my daughter to be happy, healthy, and to live a successful life, I better figure out how I can do it for myself so she can implement it later. Yes. And this is the theme of the day for me so far today. And for anyone that follows on Facebook, you'll catch on to this later. It's been all about leadership. Um, and this is, this was what really struck me about you, Megan, when we talked last was that you are living from a, a perspective of leadership in your life and your family and in your practice. And the more I hear from other women, the more I'm hearing them say that they don't have the words for this yet. But they're also feeling like they want to be less in the day-to-day -day management of their lives and more a leader. Yeah. So at what point for you did you did you feel like you really owned that part of yourself? I don't I to be completely honest, I don't know that I feel that right now. All I know is that um there is there is something burning inside of me um that makes me get up every day and know what I want. You know, there's there's just some things that I know, some basic fundamentals. Like I know that I want my daughter to know that she can do and accomplish anything, anything in the world that she wants to. I just, it doesn't matter. She told me the other day she wanted to be, I don't know what she said. I think it was like superwoman. I'm like, you can do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know where we're going to find those hidden powers, but we will do it because um, I don't want her to have a limited mindset. I don't want her to think from that scarcity mind. And so that there just kind of uh, penetrates into the rest of my life. And when I start to see my patients in my practice, I realize they live that lifestyle too. They live, live this scarcity mindset. They live yes. this, I don't have control of things. 
And I'm constantly being like, yes, you do. Just take it. Just, just get it. I'm giving it back to you. I am literally giving you all of that back. Take it and run with it and tell yourself you can. Mm -hmm. But probably what affects most people is they don't ask themselves what they want. Yes. They just do what other people tell them they should do, especially in chiropractic. I don't know how many times, like, we're, I feel like we're so judged in chiropractic. Like, oh, you're the, you're the straight one and you're the mixer and you're the whatever. That is so silly. You know, are we getting people healthy? Are we taking care of them? I mean, that's the big deal, you know, and and that's all we should really care about. But we, we kind of do get a little, a little too crazy with it, you know? Um, and that happens in, in motherhood, you know, and that's like where that bad moms movie went crazy, right? Because every mom remembers that they've all experienced that at some point. Mm-hmm. And it made sense. It absolutely makes sense. Um, so for me, I think that that leadership isn't really <laughs> I'm being I'm being led by whatever my my innate tells me. Yes. And so it's not it's not necessarily that um, I'm always on top of things. I am. I was I, mean, I was ten minutes late taking my daughter to preschool this morning. You know, like, it's not something that uh, I would think a, a leader per se would do, but it's, uh, but I know all the other things that I'm going to accomplish today and what I have set forth and that sort of thing. So, yeah, sometimes we're late, you know, and I'm not going to stress out about it. Yeah. This was why I wanted to bring you on the show today <laughs> because you really, even, even though you may not see it yourself, like you really are living the aligned women way essentially, which is to listen to your innate, to listen to the voice inside of you that tells you what's right for you and getting clear on what you really want and not what other people say you should have or you should do, Mm -hmm. but being connected to that part of you that already knows. Yeah. Yeah. I just love to hear that from you because some of us find that easily. Right. And others, Mm -hmm we struggle. And I've felt that myself too, like at certain points where I've struggled. And I know that so many other moms listening feel that way too. Like, I don't know what I want. I don't know how to figure that out. So is there ever a time for you, Megan, where you feel like you struggled to know clearly what you want or to be able to to feel or hear that part of you that guides you? Yeah. Yeah. I think that happens a lot. Um, it happens you then when you feel that way, um, quiet time, some Mm -hmm. meditation time. Um, and, uh, and it's strangely enough. I also look for uh, coincidences that start to happen in my life. Things that are telling me this is a path that you're actually subconsciously choosing for yourself, but you have been consciously pushing it away from yourself. Like, you know, I mean, we do that all the time. We, we literally lay out what we want subconsciously. But then we use like our brain and we're like, no, that, that's not going to happen. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that, you know? And it's kind of silly because we know in our heart really what we want and, and we show it to our kids. And when we think about how do we want them, how do we want others to perceive us or those sorts of things that becomes, you know, pretty much like we, we know what we want, but sometimes we don't follow through on those actions. So it happens a lot to me. So I just have to sit down and start going, okay what are those coincidences? What are those things that I actually am leading myself to? And if I flirted with the idea of making that change in my life, would I be okay with it? And when you start doing that and you start thinking about those things, and if you really start building on it and you're like, yeah, and then I could do this and then that could happen, then that's the way you need to go. 
you know it. You know, you just know it. It's just the way that it is. But if you're thinking right now, if you're a mom who's uh, got a young kid at home and you're thinking, I don't know if I want to go back into chiropractic practice or if I want to do this and the thought of it, and then you start really picturing yourself in that and it just overwhelms you, maybe it's not the right time. Because mm -hmm. that didn't happen for me. It didn't. I was like, yeah, and then if I did this, then I could do that, and then we could, you know, move on to these different things, and I could work on uh, treating kids, and, you know, all these different things started to happen, and the passion was kind of there, but if it, if it isn't, you know it, you know, sometimes we deny it, but we know it, and our, your family does, too, your significant others do, too. Yes, yes, and so speaking of that, for you in your life, where do you, or how do you draw support from your significant other, from your husband mm -hmm. in all that you do in your life as a mom and as a chiropractor? How, how does your husband fit into the picture? <laughs> well, you know, I think that um, it's, it's challenging, especially since like in his profession, like we own two tattoo shops as well. So he's also a business owner, you know? So in that sense, maybe I get it a little bit easier because he gets it, you know, he gets the, the, like the late hours, the, I don't know what's going on with, you know, this or that. And we actually, <laughs> when we sit down, sometimes we can actually talk about how just getting that headspace is the best thing, you know, because his business is completely different um, than mine. But when we talk about things, you know, we're always constantly talking about our intent or a headspace or kind of those, those sorts of things. But it's kind of, What's fun, I think what's the most fun to do with your significant other is to, to dream or to plan or to do those sorts of things. And even though we may not get, you know, several hours a week together, when we do have that time and when we're dreaming and planning together, that's the best, you know, yeah. that's quality. Yes. Yes. Awesome. All right. I have one last question for you, Dr. Megan, and that is if there is a mom and there is a mom listening to this show today who is feeling overwhelmed with balancing life as a mom and also probably a wife and as a chiropractor, what would you want to be able to say to her? Now's your opportunity to, to share that. <laughs> wow. Uh, put me on the spot there. <laughs> I, you know, the biggest thing that, and it sounds so cliche in a sense, but mama, you got to put yourself first. You do because it's, a, it's so true. If mom's not happy, no one in the house is, you have to, you owe it to yourself and your family and everyone to figure out what it is that, what is that burning desire inside of you? And is it in tune with your belief system? Because that's, that's what you have to do, you know? And if it's um, going to your church or talking with a coach or spending that quiet time, and it's not going to solve itself in a minute mm -hmm. or even 30, it's going to take weeks probably to figure it out, but do it, you know, you owe it to yourself and it's okay. Like I'm giving you that permission to do it because as moms, we don't take that time for ourselves. Yeah. And it's, you have to have it. You have to have that permission to do it because your kids will know. And I see it all the time. Of course, you know, you do too. Yes, I do. And I've been there myself where I've not given myself permission to take that time for myself or to take space for myself. And mm -hmm. you, you hit the nail on the head, right? That when you don't do that, when you're not happy and fulfilled yourself, it affects the rest of your family and your kids may not be conscious of it, but guess who is? Usually mm -hmm. it's your spouse, your husband, your partner, mm -hmm. and then it does trickle down to everybody else too. That's been my yeah for sure. So I love that you've shared that today because yes, yes, it's so <laughs> right. And you, and until you really start doing it, it's really hard to actually understand it 
Like you hear people telling you, take time for yourself. It's so important. And you think, yeah, yeah, I know I should. <laughs> right. And when you start to do it and you feel the shifts that happen from that, then you understand that it really truly is okay. So it's really hard. It's super. Yeah. Important but it's so why. silly. It, it is so silly to sit there and, and think that you're going to spend, you know, all this, all this time looking at, or maybe even, and this is some things that I've done in the past where you're reading these, po- listening to these podcasts or reading these like kind of like self-help books or whatever. <laughs> and you spend all this time trying to figure out this magic code. And all along, if you would have just spent that time really talking to your innate and asking yourself what it is that you want, you would have needed most of that stuff. You yeah. know, you don't need to, I, I don't know how much time I wasted worrying or wondering if I was taking the steps the right way, but really like just look at your kids and know that one day you're, those are, they're going to be parents and the things that you're doing right now and the way that you tell them to take care of themselves are how they're going to take care of themselves as parents. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to implement that. I do not want my daughter to be like super stressed out. (laughs) Like I was worrying like which book told the right story or something like that doesn't work. Right. Dr. Megan, if there is a woman that's listening to the show today that wants to connect with you, mm-hmm. where can she find you at? What's the best place? Um, she can go on to Facebook. So um, Megan Malone, uh, I think I think it's Dr. Megan Malone. You can go on there. I have Messenger. You know, um, you can call me on my personal number six three six two seven nine zero eight seven nine. I love mamas. I love chiropractic, and I'm willing to help anyone. Anyone. You just gave me goosebumps. Thank you so much for an awesome start to the day today and for sharing all of the the knowledge and wisdom that you have um, to give really with everyone, but moms in particular in chiropractic. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Did you like what you heard on the show today? If so, then be sure to share this podcast with another mom in chiropractic who you know will benefit from listening to this show every week, just like you. Send her over to alignedwomen.com and invite her to subscribe to the newsletter. We'll see you in your email inbox soon.